Hello friends, welcome to Stock Pathshala. Some of you might be listening to this podcast on a digital blogger as well. In this particular audio piece, we're going to talk about how can you choose a stock broker for yourself. Well, if you are actually thinking of putting your money into the stock market, congratulations, you're doing a pretty good uh, decision there simply because they are going to give you much higher returns than any fixed deposit or any other conventional mode of investing you might have been using. There are risks as well, but at the same time people say higher risks bring higher returns. As far as selection of a stock broker is concerned, we have pinned down nine specific factors you should be looking at. A lot of traders might have few preferences out of these nine, but a lot of other traders might also think that they want some piece of it in every uh, sort of decision they make. So first of those selection criteria is the broker types. Now there are full service stock brokers in India, there are discount brokers, then there are bank based stock brokers. A lot of people think that bank based stock brokers are trustable as compared to other types. Well at the end honestly it's more or less at a similar level. You have to see obviously the background of the company but broker type has a lot to do with the kind of profits you take away at home. Then pricing, you need to see the account opening charges. These are one time costs at account and DMAT and trading level. Brokerage charges, some people charge you percentage brokerage. That means that higher the turnover trading volume, higher is the brokerage that you're going to give to them. There are other discount brokers who charge you a flat rate brokerage per trade, 10 rupees, 15 rupees, 20 rupees, irrespective of your trade value. Then there are other brokerage types where you are given an option of picking out a plan, a monthly plan or yearly plan where you subscribe to that service and you pay an X amount. It could be 1000 or 5000 rupees per month. And then you can trade as many times with any turnover you want. Then you have to see AMC, annual maintenance charges. These are recurring costs that you need to pay every year. Initial deposits, you need to see how much is the minimum uh, deposit that you need to start with. A lot of other stockbrokers will tell you that you don't really need to have initial deposit. It really comes down to your decision. But then there are brokers who who might want you to start with a specific amount. There are other hidden costs as well that broker executive might not be able to tell you directly but you need to ask them there are taxes um, for example there is stt there is gst then there is a lot of the other sort of costs involved at least five to six types that need to take care of then third point range of trading segments you want to trade in equity or you want to trade in currency or commodity or then there are ipos ncds so multiple types of investment products are there you have to see whether that broker provides you a range of trading segments or not fund transfer process is it easy is it difficult you have to do a lot of things to transfer your funds from your bank account to your trading account or vice versa or it's a smooth process that is availed to you directly the next point is geographical or offline presence you need to see whether that broker has a branch or a franchise close to your place some people don't really need this requirement they think that online trading is pretty much it they don't really need the broker to be around their place while some traders might want that the broker should have a presence around their city or town next point is performance of trading platforms now when you trade you have the option of using the mobile trading app the web trading app or the terminal solution 
Now you can also trade through the call and trade facility, but you have to see as far as online mechanisms are concerned, the speed, the number of features, the user design, user experience, a lot of things come into picture. Whether you can place the orders reliably, they don't get stuck. Is it secure trading sort of an environment? The charting facility, the technical and fundamental analysis features are there or not. So all of th these things really mean a lot when it comes down to trading. Then the research team. Next point is really important. Some brokers provide you tips, recommendations and reachers. Uh, then there are other sort of brokers who don't do that. So you have to be very sure whether you need these tips and recommendations. If you do, then obviously you should be choosing a broker that provides these tips. And if you don't, then that's not a mandate customer support now opening an account is one thing while uh, you haven't paid for the account to opening fees the executives will call you a lot of times sir please make the payment go ahead and open the account so they will keep on chasing you but once the account is open the service team well there are multiple issues at times the complete resolution has a lowest turnaround time with some brokers there are communication channels limitations so some brokers have just phone or email some have chat facility as well some have email facility toll free number then what is the availability the timing and the days of uh, availability of the customer support language problem is there structured escalation process is uh, part of the whole resolution scheme so a lot of things that need to be considered when it comes to customer service finally uh, the point where we started from you have to see the broker's history and reputation when we say history obviously you need to see uh, when it was started by whom it was started what has been the overall journey then when it comes to reputation it's really easy honestly it's very objective too you just need to go to the nse website or bsc website check out the number of complaints raised against this broker also see the complaint percentage uh, complaint percentage is a better sort of a metric for you to decide you can have these values uh, looked upon at a digitalblogger.com as well because we update these values every month for you and with these eight nine factors and the kind of choices you want to make you can make your preferences and correspondingly you can make a choice of the broker you want so that is pretty much it in this particular audio podcast where we wanted to highlight some of the specific factors you should be considering when you choose a stock broker for yourself thank you so much for listening to this one hopefully we'll catch you in the next podcast thank you bye bye